Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? For starters, drink some water. You're not properly hydrated. I know the truth. Secondarily, rate, review, subscribe to my program. I would deeply appreciate it. I'm on the path to getting 1,000 ratings. I just need you to do your part. Last but not least, um, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right. So, I got some emails and shit. I haven't done this in months. I got to shake the rust off, but I got to speak to the people because the people have been speaking to me. With that being said, uh, this was written January 22nd. This was two months ago. I got to get it together. And this comes from Union and Jackson. And it reads, Ayo Reek, this is less of an email, more of a letter of appreciation. I really appreciated your take on American Skin. And my nigga, your podcast is dead awesome. I've told you on multiple occasions how much I respect you, G. I'm legit a fan, my boy. Thank you for what you do and what you have been doing for your listeners. You, my brother, good brother, are essential. The good people need you. Thank you. Sent from my iPhone. Let me tell you something, brother. I appreciate you, too. You understand? Uh, Please look up Union Jackson. He got a fucking spectacular podcast out. That of which is of the 500 variety. Give me a second. I just want to make sure I get the name of it right. It is called uh, the 500 Questions, the podcast. It is him, uh, Balaje, Vegan Prince, and Mello. You know what I'm saying? And... If you see him, he very much so looks like a club bouncer, but I'm telling you, he has a heart of gold, and this is my nigga, you know what I'm saying? I focus this nigga heavy, and you should too. All right. This comes from, you got to make sure I get the, the name right, Autumn, and it's called The Art of the Curve. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but if you don't, it's all good. I'm going to quickly reread this email and then i'm gonna get you guys in tune to what i'm about to read uh happy new year to all you and your good listeners hope all you guys are hydrated uh i do have a quandary i'm not here for pleasantries how do i politely tell someone's son that i'm not interested in ever linking him ever again i can't use the pandemic excuse because i've already risked my life to see him in vain i left the date and went on my way before he could disappoint me further some takeaways for further reference i showed up very well put together and he looked like he just rolled out of bed he didn't compliment my appearance or fragrance the whole night. I was like, I was, I'm sorry. It was like I was out with my homeboy, a complete 180 from our phone interactions. At the end of the night, he asked for a kiss, so I obliged, and the kitten didn't purr. Right? You guys remember that? That was from two months ago. Well, I have the update. Now, this, this email is pretty long, but we're already three minutes into the show, so I have nothing but time. Hey, Reek. Here's a follow-up email to my previous situation. Soon after I wrote the listener letter, the man I was trying to let loose dug his own grave and gave me the perfect escape. Even after the lackluster date, I still kept things cordial and texted him as usual. Work stayed, I'm sorry, work started to get busy, so I told him my replies would be a bit spaced out and I may be able to, I'm sorry, I might not be able to chat much. All of which is true. I work in PR 
and one of my clients had a media meltdown that required constant monitoring. He said he understood and would check in throughout the week. So one day, I guess I didn't respond fast enough for him, and he hits me like, keep it 100, what's up with you? Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm from Brooklyn, and that text tone was a little bit out of pocket for me, especially since I told you I would be busy, and all week I've been making time to converse with you, even when I didn't have to. Then before I could text back, he called and left a voicemail basically doubling down on his text, trying to press me for not answering, and I'm like, you're not even my man. Why are you acting like this after one date? Screenshots below of how that convo went. It was straight to the point and I'm sorry, straight to the point and very mature, but I'm glad it didn't go sideways. Now that that's over, the lesson learned is don't entertain light skinned men who are cancers. I gotta stick to what I know. LOL, thanks for the advice, and hopefully, I won't need to curve anybody else in 2021. Peace and blessings, Autumn. All right. So, uh, he hit you saying happy Friday. Then he hit you again. How's your mental today? Then he hit you a third time, uh, four hours later. Keep it 100. What's up with you? I'm really confused at this point. You hit him back uh, an hour and a half after his third text. Hey, I'm not sure what you're confused about. I've been working all morning, afternoon, and haven't been able to check my phone. Yes, I work from home, but that doesn't mean I'm always available. I think I've been more than considerate letting you know when I was busy throughout the week. All things considered, your text honestly rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm going to, res- so I'm going to respectfully end whatever this is before things escalate. I think you took me as being upset or whatever. And I'm far from it. Just wanted to understand something. I communicate when I have questions rather than hold it in. That's all. I know you're busy at work. I work as well. Uh, uh, I know you work every day of the week, full-time job and a side hustle. There's no animosity on my end to be very clear. Definitely didn't expect you to dip off of something so simple. Kind of sucks, but hey, shit happens. Be well, love. You still got good vibes in my book. Appreciate the communication. I would have crafted the message differently, but it, cram- but it came across as if I was moving funny or something to confess. There's no hard feelings on my end either, but I'm following my intuition here. It was definitely good vibes, and I wanted to end it that way too. Thank you for understanding. I don't do drama or stress, so my apologies if it came off that way. But as I said, I just communicate. If I want to know something, I ask rather than assume. If I felt you were moving funny, I will just communicate it. I don't want to continue to get to know you with no. I don't want to continue to get to know you with no hard feelings. But I focus your energy, so I tried to, on my end, to be very clear. Didn't expect you to dip off some so whatever, whatever. Didn't, didn't expect for you to dip off of something so simple. Kind of sucks, but hey, shit happens. Be well, my love. Oh, shit, you fucking screenshotted the shit twice. You fucked me up. All right. Uh, You said thank you for understanding. I don't do drama or stress, so my apologies if I came off that way. do 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 Again, no worry. See you around with them soft lips. All right. So essentially, he came to you like, hey, what's going on? You know, what's up? Is everything out on your end? You took that way out. He was like, yo, I just want to be communicative and what I think. And I don't like to harbor anything. So I just want to ask you directly. And you chose that as a way to get the fuck up out of there. 
I feel you. Fuck it. You was looking for an out and you took it. This nigga was probably perplexed. Like, wow, that's all it took for Shorty not to fuck with me no more. And I don't blame him. Fuck it. I mean, sometimes you just got to take the L. So shout out to you for getting out that situation you didn't want to be in in the first place. And shout out to him for being like, you know what? You're not feeling my vibe. I'm out of there. I mean, that's how you do it. I mean, 2021. No more disrespect in the paint. Uh, do 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 it's finally February. Reek! Let me drink my water before I continue writing this. Okay. What you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you been? Assuming you read this in February, I'd like to wish you the happiest birthday month ever. It's definitely the end of March. Sorry about that. Hope you get everything you wished for. I'm planning for the upcoming anniversary of my mother's passing. I decided to print a few photos of my mom at a few places she enjoyed. The skating rink. The pool outside with her grandkids i'm going to write her a message on the back of each picture and punch a hole in it to tie it on a balloon i'll visit each place on that photo signifies and let the message go my older sister only maternal sibling is in charlotte she wasn't able to the day of to come up and commemorate with our mother so i figured this way she could still be a part of the ceremony as i'm writing this i remember that it's my sister's only child's birthday she was stillborn February 3rd, 2009. My mother was there with my sister the entire time. I was too young to be there, so I only experienced this loss through pictures and watching my sister actively attempting to sleep herself to death. I didn't really want anything. I always say that I'm going to email you, but I never know what I would say, so I just wrote this because it was on my heart. Thanks for listening. Love you, Reek. Stay chocolate, my friend. <sighs> That's tough. That's super tough, man. <clears throat> Sorry, I've been losing my voice all day. But yeah, man, that shit is shit's crazy. First of all, R.I.P. to your mother. Secondarily, um, I know this is upwards of a decade after, but R.I.P. to uh, that would be your nephew or niece. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure of the sex of the child when it was born, but traumatic experiences are always just crazy and you know with something as routine as death is there's still no like hands-on way to really deal with that type of stuff you know what i'm saying so although i have no advice to give to you because you didn't ask me a question i appreciate you for taking that time out to not only wish me a happy birthday but for me but for you to um share that part of your life with me in regards to the passing of your mother and uh a cool thing you're trying to do with your sister to carry on your mom's legacy so that's pretty dope you know what i'm saying all right let's go to the next email <laughs> yo sheldon is fucking tired of me son you messing up my routine man with this extra long extensive sabbatical my mornings are not the same i'm trying to listen to the good brother on my way to work since it's a good 20 to 30 minute commute let's just say my mornings have not been the same i actually tried to find music to listen to when in the morning 
I don't be in the mood for tunes. When is this sabbatical going to end? You've been MIA since almost at the end of January and it's March. Peace and blessings. G. Sent from my iPhone. Bro, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm getting it together. Sorry about that, bro. You know what I mean? The shit just wasn't... One week turned into two weeks. Then two weeks turned into four. And shit just escaped me, son. You know what I mean? But I'm here, though. I'm back on deck. I'm not going to take a month sabbatical ever again. And if I do have to take, like, a mental health break or whatever the fuck I'm doing, I will make sure I let y'all know. I mean, I got emails, I got text messages, I got DMs, I got all kinds of shit. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? I have an understanding that I'm a part of you guys' lives now. I cannot take that for granted. So you have my word that I will not take that for granted. And to ensure I will not, and to make sure that I don't take that for granted, you guys will have content for me every week. I got you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We got mad shit, son. God damn, I gotta. All right. Uh, this comes from Marlo. Good brother, Rick. My fault. Yo, it's your man, Marlo. I've been checking every week for new content. I haven't seen any. Are you good? You no longer feeding the streets, man. Can't be holding out like this. I'm here. And you know what's dope about this? Everybody keeps saying, "Are you okay?" That shows y'all niggas listening to me, cause y'all know I'm mentally unstable. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nigga, where the fuck is the content? Like, yo, bro, I miss you. Yo, bro, you fucking on my commute to Mark. Yo, bro, hope everything is good with you. Yo, bro, I see you taking time off. Is everything all right? Like, I I passed by mad emails of people saying that same shit, but I'm here. I'm okay. I'm of sound mind. I'm ready to focus. No more sabbaticals. I got niggas. You know what I'm saying? All right. Do, 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 do. God damn, it's another... <laughs> are you okay episode all right uh do, 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 do. all right um this is from fresh prince juan you're my dog greek this is juan happy you back and shit i'm back working so i need the podcast but yo man i need a little i need a little advice on how to go about the situation so my barber uh been cutting my hair since i was 14 uh yep uh mad long because i'm 29 now since COVID, he went up on pricing, and I get it. He went from 20 to $35 for a full cut, meaning beard and head. Now, my problem is that uh, he is not giving me a good line. On my beard, even the mustache, I normally have to go behind his work with my trimmers. I'm thinking about letting this barber go because of that. For real, but I'm 29. I think it'll be hard as fuck trying to find a new barber at this age, man. What do you think I should do? Also, I'll beat you one-on-one. I also got to drive that point home whenever I message you so everyone can know. First and foremost, you playing Chuck Taylor's like your fucking Bill Russell. I will destroy you one-on-one. You have absolutely no chance. Secondarily, I've seen your Instagram. You have no kind of athleticism in your body. You're very tall and you're very frail and I'll fucking manhandle you in ways you don't even understand. Third of all, I'm twice the athlete that you are and you know full and well if we play a game to 11, the score is probably going to be like 11-3. And it's probably going to be 11-3 because I'm not in shape and you'll get like three lucky jumpers off. Now that I've said that, you got to leave him, bro. You have to dip and you got to just do it smooth. You just got to stop going to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I had a very similar situation. You know what I mean? Um, I, matter of fact, it was the same thing with me. I had a barber from when I was like 14, like 14, 15 type shit. And 
His thing is hairlines. And he gives you a good hairline centered around the mood that he's in. And he can do designs. He gives great fades, Caesars. He knows how to go with the grain if you have waves. But that hairline, just don't be straight. And, that, and it's very similar to me. Like, uh, a weakness of mine is I never know if my car is straight. If I just do something simple as, like, park on a curb. Now, I can parallel park. I can three-point turn. I drive on my knee. I'm a pretty good driver. You know what I'm saying? But parking and just knowing when my car is straight is just something that it just doesn't compute. I have no concept. I have no spatial recognition of when my car is straight. And I believe he has that same thing where he just doesn't know when a hairline is straight. And it's not just me. It's a lot of people, right? So what I wound up doing was there was a friend of mine, and he always went to his barber. And I was like, yo, bro, who, who be cutting your hair? And he was like, yo, it's my man such and such. And I mean, he's actually my uncle. I'm like, word? He's like, yo, word. And this nigga's nice. I'm like, for real? And I would look at my man's haircut, and I would survey him. He has a beard as well. I don't have a beard, but I got a little bit of goatee action. You know what I'm saying? I got like this 79% goatee. And I was looking at him like, nah, son, I might have to tap in. He's like, yo, bro, go over there. I I had him grandfather me in because of quarantine. Uh, His uncle was raising price, but he gave me the love price because I went there with his nephew. And I've been fucking with him ever since. I'm not going nowhere. You got to do his best for you, bro. If you're paying $35 to go home and doing your own shape up, bro, it's no good in the hood, my nigga. You know what I mean? And the thing is, even if you go to your man, but like, you're not for nothing, bro. You're raising the price. You don't even do good shape-ups, bro. Like, I, I was comfortable with paying you $20 because I just chucked it to, this is a $20 haircut. But 35 and up, you got to know what you're doing. And my hairline don't be straight. My beard don't be smooth. I be having to come behind you on my own trimmers when I get home. I, why am I paying for that? You know what I'm saying? So you got to speak to your man. But if you don't want to speak to your man, I don't know how confrontational you are. It's very simple. You just go. You obviously have friends. Think of someone with a sharp haircut. Like every time you see him, like, yo, my nigga, that shit is, your hairline is kind of strong, bro. Just ask him who his barber is and be like, you know, bro, next time you get a haircut, I'm going to come with you. Don't even get a haircut. Just go there with him. Be like, yo, I see what you're doing with my man. I admire your work. Yo, my barber be on some bullshit. I want to be one of your clients. You know what I mean? It's probably going to be the same thing. He's probably going to grandfather you in with uh with your homeboy's price, whatever your homeboy's paying, and then everybody wins. Know what I mean? But your appearance got to come first, bro. Know what I mean? There's not a lot of black men out here that still have their hairline. So you can't be compromising that shit just to be cool with niggas, bro. Having a solid hairline is non-negotiable. You feel me? So take that with a grain of salt. But if you want to go with the more confrontational route, be like, yo, my nigga. We got to get it together or I can't really fuck with you like that. I might have to look elsewhere. You feel me? Maybe he'll get that. Um, I saw some I saw some shit. And when I was saying maybe he'll get that. Um, I don't know what it's referred to, but like there's there's this T liner that has a laser that comes out of it. And the laser emits like a straight red line on the hairline. So the barber doesn't have to rely on like his own eye to keep shit straight. Or maybe he can do like that powder trick where you dip the T-liner in powder and you outline on your hairline how you would like the haircut to go. Kind of like a tracing technique. 
and maybe you can tell them to do that. But just having a, a foul hairline or having a foul beard line, we can't have that in the community. Peace and blessings, past the dressing, and I'll speak to y'all niggas on Monday.